All right. So here we go. So talking about truth, there's three ways that we know that something is true. Number one, guys, is that it's going to be factual. It means that it's got data that backs it up. It means that we can know that for sure. So like, for instance, George Washington was the first president of the United States. Is there anybody who's going to like try and dispute that? No. George, okay, George Washington was the first elected president of the United States. So we can have things that are factual. Number two, we can have things that are evident. We can have things that we have all experienced. So in March 2020, we all went into the bunker, right? We all experienced like the world shutdown, right? We, we, we all experienced that. It's something that we've all gone through. Number three is that it can be proven. That it can be tested to be true. Over time, that it can be tested over time, over time, over time, be true. So if I take the color red, I mix it with the color yellow, what do I have now? The color orange, right? That's a tested true thing. So guys, listen to me. There is truth in this world that we can know. Listen to me, eyes and ears for just a second. There is truth in this world, guys, that we can know, that we can know for sure, that we can build our lives on, that we can trust for the rest of our lives, guys. And that truth ultimately is going to be found in Christ. That truth is going to be found in a relationship with God. That truth is going to be found in his word. Guys, to, to, to take like a really big concept, try and make it short, guys, God created the heavens and the earth, okay? He created everything. From the beginning of time was God. And so because of that, God also has the right to write the rule book for everything. That God is the author of truth. God is the author of life. God is the author of all things. And so in God, we can have truth, sure built our lives on that we can know these things. And guys, here's the thing, reason why this truth is so important to us. Because we live in a world right now that's trying to tell us all that you decide truth for yourself. You can be whatever, you, you, you can decide truth for yourself. It's your truth. I cannot infringe on your truth. You can't infringe on my truth. That we have, let's say, 40 people here, 35 people here, something like that. We can have 35 different measuring sticks of truth. And at some point, we're all going to step on one another's toes, Right? And when that happens, when I'm trying to figure out what is true in this world, and I'm told, like, that's good for you, what's good for me, everything, what I'm going to wind up with is I'm going to wind up very confused. I'm going to wind up very upset. I'm going to wind up very questioning what is going on around me, what is real, what is right, what is wrong, all these things. Guys, listen to me. In Christ, you can have confidence, you can have assuredness of what is true, of what is right, of what is wrong. You can have a measuring stick to live the rest of your lives for all eternity, guys. And it's so important for us to know what that truth is. It's so important for us to be able to build our lives on. It's so important for us to know all these things. And so we're going to continue here in Acts chapter 18, if you got your Bibles. Acts chapter 18, beginning in verse 23. And we are going to introduce, we're going to be introduced, I'm sorry, verse 24, we're going to be introduced to a guy named Apollos, okay? We're going to be introduced to a guy named Apollos. So beginning in verse 24, it says this, now a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was an eloquent man, competent in the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately on the things concerning Jesus, though he only knew the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue, but when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. And when he wished to cross to Achaia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples and welcomed him. When he arrived, he greatly helped those who through grace had believed, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing by the scriptures that the Christ, that, that the Christ was Jesus. So to take... 
real quick, quick snapshot into who this guy Apollos is. So Apollos is a guy who, on the outside looking in, has got it all together, okay? He, he's the type of guy, ladies, that you want to bring home to meet mom and dad. He's the type of guys, fellas, that you want to be buddies with. He's a smart man. He's an eloquent man. He, he, he's telling people about Jesus. He's telling people about all these things. But there's this one quick little phrase right there that says, though he only knew the baptism of John the Baptist. Now, I want to take a moment here. Stop real quick. That's not saying that everything that this guy knew was wrong. That's not to say that this guy was spreading a false gospel. That's not to say anything. What it means is that in, earlier in Acts, there's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit comes, and, and it's just spreading like wildfire. It's empowering all these people to be able to do all these great things. And, and Apollos just was not in a place to know what that was at that moment. And so, guys, what Priscilla and Aquila do is they take this guy aside and they explain, hey, you're doing cool stuff. We love your heart. We love what you're doing. But hey, guys, there's something more to the story. There's something so much more to what you can do. There's something so much greater than what you're telling. And they take this guy and they explain to him the full gospel, the whole gospel, the whole message of the gospel. And what happens is that Apollos hears it, he responds, and he continues what he's doing, preaching, teaching, telling people. But now, man, he has the whole truth and nothing but the truth to tell people, okay? Now listen to me, guys. There are some times in this life that we need to know what the truth is so that we can know what is right and wrong. And sometimes, guys, that is so blatant. Sometimes we can know fully, absolutely what is right, what is wrong. Sometimes it's a little bit more difficult to tell, right? Sometimes, guys, for us, that we've got to be able to know the truth so that we can determine what is good things, but what is godly things. What is good and what is God. And so what Priscilla and Aquila do is they take Apollos aside and they say, hey, we know that you've heard this. We, we, we love what you're saying, but man, let's tell you fully what it is. And in that moment, what happens is Apollos hears the gospel, he hears the good news, he hears the truth, he responds, and man, like, he has it now. He understands, and he goes and he preaches the full gospel wherever he goes from then on out. Hey, listen to me, guys. Some of us here are going to be kind of like Apollos in these next few years, guys. These next few years are going to be formative years for you. And there are going to be times that you're going to have to decide for yourself who you're going to be, what you're going to follow, who you're going to become. You're going to have to decide for yourself who Jesus is to you. Because, guys, there's coming a day when it's not going to matter what mom and dad believe about Jesus. There's going to come a day for you when it's not going to matter what myself, what Pastor Kevin, what JJ believe about Jesus. There's coming a day when the only thing that's going to matter is your personal relationship with Jesus. And when that happens, guys, I hope that you know the whole truth. That there is a God who loves you despite your sin, despite your shortcoming, who sent his son to die for you. Some of us, guys, need to be like Apollos, and we need to know fully the good news of Jesus. Some of us guys need to be like Priscilla and Aquila. And there's people in our lives and there's people that we go to school with, there's people in our sports teams, there's people all over this city that we come in contact with who need the good news, who need the truth. And guys, when that happens, I pray that we're like Priscilla and Aquila and we're bold to share it. And we're bold to tell them what the truth is. Two things that Priscilla and Aquila show us in this moment. Number one, in order for them to share the truth, they have to know the truth personally. Guys, if you're going to sit here and you're going to tell people about Jesus and you're going to be bold and you're going to be a missionary and you're going to tell people about all these great things that he's done in your life, all these great things he's done in this book, you've got to know him. 
To be able to share the truth fully, you've got to know the truth fully. But number two, the other way they do it is they do it in a kind manner. They don't sit here and hear what Apollos is saying and be like, uh-uh, you're wrong. That's not right. They don't, they don't do that. What they do, they take them aside and they talk to them and they say, hey, man, this is what it is. Guys, relationships are going to be so important. Being able to share the gospel is going to be stronger in a relationship, in a friendship, in somebody that you have a connection with, okay? Because ultimately what this truth does, when we build our lives on this truth, truly what it does for us is it fills gaps in our lives. Because when you know the truth of who Jesus is, when you know the truth of what he has done for you, it fills gaps in your life. So uh, to, to give us a little illustration here for just a second, um, I have, uh, I didn't, I was really hoping for like a Chick-fil-A sandwich that y'all were going to like cancel each other out and I was going to get Chick-fil-A tonight. So, so I have this lukewarm can of soup here, okay? Right? Mmm, tasty. And it's going to make sense in just a little bit. I don't want to like spill it all over. So nice little can of soup. Can y'all smell that? Wop, wop, wop. What do you normally eat soup with? A spoon, right? A spoon, right? A spoon. But, but let me ask you guys this question. So, so if I'm trying to eat this can of chicken noodle soup with a fork, I'm going to get some stuff, right? I, but, but, but look, like, I'm not going to get it all, am I? Right? I'm not going to get it all. So listen to me. This is life without the truth of the gospel, Okay? I know it's crazy, I know it's weird to think about, but let's see me. You can do cool things in this world. Absolutely cool things. You guys can go to Mars. You guys can invent cures to diseases. You guys can experience some really, really, really cool things in this world. But guys, without the truth of the gospel, without knowing the love that God has for you, you're never going to find true joy. You're never going to find true peace. You're never going to know what, what the full definition and depth of love really looks like. And so, guys, what I hope is that in Christ that you know the full truth and that you can come here. And, and, and like I said, like with a spoon, it fills those gaps. And now, man, I, I, I can eat this whole thing and, and I've got everything and I'm not a drop left in all of this, right? So that's what the gospel can do in your life. But look what the gospel does here in Apollos' life as well. At the end of these verses, it says that Apollos goes and he talks to the that he's preaching the gospel to the Jewish people. If you remember last week, in the, earlier in chapter 18, Paul is sitting here and he's telling people about Jesus. He's preaching in the synagogues and everything. And, and the Jewish people are kind of standing up and kind of being hostile towards him. And Paul says, all right, I'm done talking to the Jews. I'm done ministering to them. I'm done working with them here in this area. And so kind of in that moment, there's a whole like half, there's a whole sect of people here that Paul is not talking to. What God has done now is that Apollos has heard the truth, he's responded to it, and now he's going and talking to those people. And those gaps are filled with the gospel, and now everybody is hearing, and everybody is knowing, and everybody is coming to know the Lord, guys. Yes, the truth of the gospel is important. The truth of the gospel says this, that you are a sinner, that you deserve death, that you deserve hell, you deserve those things, but Christ came to save you, that God sent his son to redeem you. And that's the truth of the gospel that we serve. That's the truth of the gospel that we sing. That's the truth of the gospel that we worship. That's the truth of the gospel that we're going to talk about in small groups in a little bit. Now listen to me. 
Eyes and ears here for just a second. I'm going to put down this can of soup. <laughs> hey, if you're here tonight and you've heard the story of Jesus, you've heard all these things, but you have never made a decision to follow Christ for yourself, what I want to encourage you to do, I want to encourage you to find a friend. I want to encourage you to find your small group leader. I want to encourage you to find somebody that you can trust to say, hey, I need to know. I want to know more. Help explain this to me. Hey, if you're that friend that they come to and you say, I, I need help, I want to encourage you, hey, if you care about that person, you take them to a small group leader, you find myself, Pastor Kevin, Caleb, Jeremy, you find somebody here. But guys, as we leave here tonight, those cracks, those gaps in our lives are filled with the truth that there is a God who loves you and sent his son to die for you. Let's pray. Father God, we love you. God, we thank you so much for the truth of your word. And we thank you that it's not this hollow promise, that it's not this empty promise, but God, that it's real and that it's true and that we can know it and that we can have our lives absolutely changed by it. And so, Lord, I pray for my friends here tonight. I pray for those that have grown up in church, that have heard the good news, that have heard these things, but have never taken that step to follow you. God, let tonight be a night through a conversation that they would come to know you. God, I pray that we would be people who are bold, people that are on the mission field, people that are sharing the gospel with the people around us. God, because you have given us tremendous mercy, you have shown us tremendous love, and God, you have given us a tremendous task to make sure that everybody else knows that, Lord. And I pray that we would be missionaries in the field, Lord. God, we love you. We pray these things in your name. Amen. All right, sit tight for just a second. Uh, we're going to split up in small groups. Again, we're going to keep all eighth grade together, all like eighth grade boys, eighth grade girls, seventh grade girls, seventh grade guys. Y'all feel me? That's, that's how we're going to do things tonight. Y'all are going to have a note card. Um, and what I want you to do on that note card, you're going to get it, put your name at the top and then say, hey, these are two people I would love to be in a small group with. That's just in case, you know, we need to split out. We need to make, we have large groups and we need to make small groups that we can do that. Okay. And listen to me, guys. Eyes and ears here real quick. That is not something to be sad about. That is something to be grateful. That is something to rejoice in because what that means is that you guys are on the field, that you guys are inviting your friends, bringing people here. And man, that means that people are coming here, they are finding a place to belong, find answers and make a difference, and that their lives are being changed because you are being obedient to bring people here, okay? So do that for me. But the last thing, y'all remember our little call and responses we end every night? Anybody remember that from last week? I'll say, where are you headed? And you say? The mission field, all right? So I'll say, where are you headed? You say the mission field, all right? Where are you headed? Very good. Hey.